This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. To the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast or at Quincy Wheeler1 on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Guardians lose the opener of the American League Division Series to the Yankees and they lose 4 to 1. So let's think about some takeaways from that, some things we should be kind of keeping on our mind as we head into game two, hopefully taking place on Thursday. I hear that there's a chance of rain, so we'll have to see what happens there. Now, the Guardians had some chances in this game. Interestingly enough, considering that they only had, uh, when it came down to it, they only had six hits and one walk. So that's not really ideal as far as what you want for guys on base. They did have a couple guys hit by pitches, Rosario and Owen Miller got hit by pitches. So they had a total of eight base runners. Not ideal, uh, but not terrible. I mean, you can make that work. The problem was getting a timely hit. The uh, first inning, Rosario got on, but there wasn't anything else happening around him. Uh, Jimenez doubles with one out in the second inning and two strikeouts after that. Can't count on Austin Hedges to get a hit ever. Uh, then after that, Quan homered with one out, Rosario got hit by a pitch, Ramirez doubled, and then really got in trouble at this point because Naylor reached on a fielder's choice, and um, then Oscar Gonzalez grounded into a force out, an easy out of Ahmed at home, and Jimenez struck out swinging. Kind of a sequencing issue there because Jimenez hit a double. Would have been great to have the double right there, but that's just not how it worked out. Cole got him that time. Can't have bases loaded than one out against the Yankees and not score. You just got to figure out a way to get at least one run across the board there. So, uh, in the then Cole had a couple of good innings there. Uh, Jose walked, but not much else. And in the seventh, uh, Straw singled to chase Cole out of the game. Quan singled, and then Ahmed grounded into a double play. We know that Ahmed shouldn't be batting second. He makes too much contact. That's not (laughs) the right spot for him to bat. And and when I say makes too much contact, he doesn't hit the ball far. He doesn't hit the ball particularly hard most of the time. And he won't take a walk. So that's kind of the spot where you're going to hit into too many double plays. He has the 11th most double plays in Major League Baseball with 19 this year. And it's just not the ideal spot for him. So Jose singled, and then Josh Naylor promptly hit into a double play. And Owen Miller was hit by a pitch. Will Benson and Miles Straw didn't do anything after that. So you can see that's kind of where all the rallies went to die. As far as pitching goes, uh, Quantrill pitched pretty well. The thing is, he was starting to get hit pretty hard in the bottom of the fifth. So Tito brought him out to face Judge, and I was like, all right, 
hopefully somebody will get up in the pen. Nobody was up in the pen. And then Quantrill gave up a home run to Anthony Rizzo. And that's where you really need to have somebody else come in once Quantrill walks Judge. you got to have somebody else ready, whether it's Hinches or Stefan. Honestly, I know that Quantrill only had 70-some pitches. But getting five innings of two-run ball out of Quantrill, you should probably go to your rested bullpen when you have a day off the next day and just try to keep the game at two, uh, which the bullpen pitched very well. Uh, Stefan had a strikeout in a scoreless inning. De Los Santos had a scoreless inning. Karen Check had a strikeout in a scoreless inning. The bullpen is continuing to do well. But the Yankees' bullpen was fine too, which, as I said, the Guardians have to make hay against the Yankee bullpen. And they were doing pretty well against Lysga. And it just didn't quite work out for them uh, when it all came down to it. So a couple things for Tito. You've got to be a little bit quicker with the hook for those starters. Can't just kind of stretch them out, especially when you've got an off day coming. That's something to keep in mind, especially when you're having to start your number three starter against the other team's number one starter. You get through five innings and you're down two to one. Uh, that's the time to pull the guy if he's getting hit hard. If guys are hitting rockets off them, even if people are catching them, that's where you got to go to your pen. Uh, Tito is usually pretty aggressive with his bullpen in playoff scenarios, so hopefully this was just kind of a, oh, I'm going to trust my guy that didn't work out, and uh, he'll be a little more aggressive in the future. Hopefully he'll have the chance to be more aggressive in the future uh, if we get back to the point that Quantrill or Savali are starting. Uh, Tito also needs to pinch hit Austin Hedges. I say that, but at the same time, I realize there's just not a lot of great options to pinch hit for him. But Hedges is just so bad at the plate. If you're anywhere within striking distance in the seventh, Austin Hedges shouldn't be batting. Uh, pinch hitting for him in the bottom of the ninth here, that was no good. You got to get somebody else some at bats there. You got to get somebody else a chance to hit. The problem, like I said, is the bench bats <laughs> you're looking at, uh, in this case, you're looking at Owen Miller, Gabriel Arias. Will Benson, and then the two catchers, and those are not people that are necessarily bats that you expect to change the game. And we've been talking about this from the offseason through the trade deadline. The team needed another slugging bat, especially after Fran Mill fell off the table and they moved on from him. The team needed another slugging bat. <laughs> you know, um, that just has been a reoccurring theme all year long, especially against left handed pitching. They needed another slugging bat. And they just didn't add it. So, I mean, it, it pops up here in these series all the time, especially in a, a five-game series where you're just trying desperately to win three games. You have to have an option you can pull off your bench who can possibly hit a homer or at least take a walk or get on base. Props to Owen Miller for taking a hit-by-pitch today, but it was a pretty obvious hit-by-pitch. Like, he wasn't able to get out of the way of that one. So I, I it just hasn't been much there. And obviously the Guardians offense isn't doing much. Eight runners on today was a huge positive over what we've seen recently. If you play three playoff games and you score four runs and you've won two of those games, one, your pitching has been exceptional, and two, you're going to need to find some more offense if you're going to last any bit of time in the playoffs. Good job for Jose today coming through, but we need some other guys to come through, whether it's Josh Naylor, whether it's Ahmed Rosario, uh, whether it's Andres Jimenez, uh, Stephen Kwan had a good day. You've got to find some of those guys. Somebody's got to have a breakout day if they're going to be able to come back and win this series. Now, I want to remind you all that we recently had 2017 where the 
Indians went up 2 to nothing on the Yankees, and then the Yankees came back and won that series. It happens in five-game series all the time. But you don't want to go down 2-0 if you can avoid it whatsoever. As I mentioned, the Guardians are now going to go up against Nestor Cortez, who's a very difficult matchup for them, kind of a crafty lefty who's got some good stuff. That is very difficult for this team. I really hope, again, this is me being a little crazy, I really hope that we see Josh Naylor sit here and Owen Miller play. Uh, and then, you know, at DH, that you may see them try Arias. You may see them try Will Brennan. Probably not Will Brennan. That's probably why we're going to see Josh Naylor. But Josh Naylor cannot hit left-handed pitching. He has not demonstrated that he can, so we need to somehow get him out of the lineup. It honestly probably is time to try Miller at first, Arias at DH, which is crazy to think. But at this point, there's probably not really a better option. Unfortunately, Brennan looked overwhelmed in this first game, and I certainly wouldn't be opposed to putting him back in there. You know, it's his first time playing at Yankee Stadium, period, and in the playoffs. That's a lot to put on a young kid. I think that also might be part of why Tito didn't have him in the outfield. Felt like Oscar Gonzalez, having had a little more major league experience, would do better in the New York outfield than Brennan. And that turned out to be a mistake as Gonzalez made a pretty bad defensive error that allowed that second run to come across the board. So Brennan's a much better defender. And you know that Tito was doing that so that he could substitute a right-handed hitter in for Brennan against a left-handed pitcher which he eventually did, but the you know horses were out of the barn by that point. And as Tom Hamilton said, the barn was pretty much burning to the ground. So that uh, that's pretty important to keep in mind. If, if I were setting up the lineup for a game against Cortez, I would start Arias at DH, I would start Miller at first base, and I would say, hey, this is our best shot. we got to get some guys who can come at him from the right side and try to get something going. And if you come in the right situation, he gets out of the game, you make him work, you then can bring Naylor back in at first, and um, if absolutely necessary and something happens to Naylor, then you just ditch the DH at the end of the game and get Arias to play first. And he also can have the ability to bring Brennan off the bench at DH and see how that goes. I mean, it's just tough to have these as your only bench options. You know, you might even consider having Bo Naylor bat, which is crazy to think, but that's who we are as a team. And, and something that should be encouraging to us he got these super, super young guys, so they're getting good experience, and they're only going to get better. But at the same time, we're in the playoffs, so it's time to make a run because you can't guarantee you're going to make the playoffs every year. You can't guarantee your team's going to be as super healthy as they've been this year. You can't guarantee that you're going to have the first series out of the way and into the second round. They've got all this going. It's time to try to make it happen. So you want to try to put yourself in the best position to win these games. I uh, think that the team really needs to kind of take this off day to say, can we see some more pitches? Can we take some more balls? If there's strikes, that's fine. We just need to take some more pitches and kind of get ourselves into better hitters count, not get ourselves out, which happened a lot in this game, whether from strikeout or hitting bad pitches on the ground that turn into double plays or turn into just outs. Uh, we got to avoid that if we want to know in this series. We have to make Nestor Cortez work, and we have to make sure that we can get some guys on base. Go back to what they've been doing all year long. They've had three games to kind of get the playoff experience out of the way. Now it's time to go back to who you are, 
working counts, getting on base, going first to third, and stringing some runs together. It can be very hard to do in the playoffs. This is why people like myself have been saying you got to add a little bit of slug to this team and some of the guys coming up through the minors, whether it's Jones, who we saw for a little bit, or Valera and Rocchio, have some more pop, and you're going to need that kind of thing in this lineup eventually if you want to give yourself a better chance at a longer run. But you don't guarantee yourself healthy pitching like they have right now. You don't guarantee yourself that Bieber's going to be here more than just next year. So that's why you really want to try to do everything you can, pull all, all the stops to make this happen. Now I say all this just to note that they certainly have a good chance at making a comeback in this series because you've got Bieber and McKenzie going the next two games. McKenzie at home, you also can probably even get Quantrill back at home in, the, in game four if you want, maybe have him pitch a little bit less and go to Savali at some point. Uh, You can make all that happen. You can make this a pretty exciting series. Give yourself a chance to win. Uh, If you just get the second game, it's really crucial. Otherwise, you're really obviously behind the eight ball. So the team needs to, of course, not stress out about that, but also really get their mindset right to say, let's be aggressive. Let's go out there and take this game. And as much as I struggle with some of the moves that Tito doesn't make that seem very clear to me analytically, This is where he excels, is making sure a team doesn't give up and gives their absolute best every time they go out there. So that's what he and his staff need to be able to pull off in this moment. I feel like losing game one should give us all a little bit less stress and pressure going into game two as fans, because we're like, well, we are behind the ball right now already to some degree. So we just need to see our guys come through. We just need to see them do the best they can against these Yankees, show them what they're capable of, show their fans what they're capable of, turn things around, and they've been counted out all season long and come back, whether it's late-inning comebacks or uh, come back in the standings like they did. So don't count them out right now for sure. There's a lot of series left to be played. It's one game, and one game out of five is big, but it's not no, by no means the end of the world. Again, remember 2017. We really should have had that series, but the Yankees came back, and the Yankees were a far inferior team to the 2017 Indians. So the Guardians, I feel like they match up pretty well with the Yankees, and they should be able to make this a really competitive series, and I expect that they will. So sleep on that knowledge, and hey, just enjoy this ride. Enjoy seeing our team, our guys, Hang in there as the playoffs go on. Don't forget to go to sheetsgiggles.com and look at some great uh, betting. Eucalyptus sheets made sustainably in the U.S. Uh, Use the promo code GUARDIANS to save 15% and delight your significant other on Sweetest Day. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.